Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 57, John and Wendy Talk to Christy Engler. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How is everything, John? Doing really well, Wendy. I am yeah. I'm very excited. This particular episode yes. is sponsored by our friends at CareerArc. Yep. And uh, really appreciate the relationship that, that I've had with CareerArc over the last several years. I am actually getting ready to present again with them. I'll be doing a webinar on Wednesday, March 20th, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. When this show comes out, it should have the sh- the notes in the show notes about that particular webinar. But I'm going to be doing one of my uh, social media 101, how to build your brand conversations. Uh, I can tell everybody. Good. Yeah. Well, I thank you. Last year, it was the biggest attended event that CareerArc had. I... I'm flattered and stunned and blown away by that response. I know a lot of it was HR Social Hour listeners and friends, and I'm going to ask you to come back because I did change it up for this year, so it's not ex- it's not the same spiel. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but, but again, uh, CareerArc has just been a tremendous partner and really glad that they're uh, going to be sponsoring us this quarter a yes. few times. Thank and, you, CareerArc. Yeah, so I hope you come check us out on the 20th. I got to say, I'm really excited about tonight's guest. Mm-hmm. I have to tell the story before you make the introduction about this time last year. So we'd put out a handful of shows. I'm on LinkedIn and I'm reading some, you know, reading some comments about a, a post. And this guest wrote, I really hope I can be on that show someday. No idea who she was. And I was like, holy cow, that's amazing. Like somebody <laughs> just listened that we don't know. And it was kind of as we started figuring out that the audience was a lot bigger than what we had thought. So I connected with this person at the time, have then since gotten to meet her and break bread. And I, she's awesome. And I told her that when she had her blog up and running, we wanted to have her on. And well, I've gushed enough. Wendy, I'll let you make the introduction <laughs> and we will get started. Oh, super excited to welcome Christy Engler to the show tonight. She is an HR enthusiast and a diehard Buckeyes fan from Columbus, Ohio. She has nearly 15 years of experience in HR, primarily in the outsourcing space. She is currently the Director of Client Services at Consolidated Employer Services in Columbus. Christy launched her HR, launched her HR-centric blog, Living in the Gray, in 2019. She is a graduate of THE Ohio State University and Keller Graduate School of Management. She holds the SPHR and SHRM CP designations, and she is a member of her local SHRM chapter, HRACO. Christy lives in Columbus with her husband, James, and two daughters, Avery and Emily. Well, Christy, welcome to the show tonight. And our first question is always, what's in your glass? Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited to be a part of it. Tonight, I have a nice Pinot Noir from California. Ah, wine is always a good choice. (laughs) I'm a wine enthusiast, so it's always good. I can't wait for us to meet. We're going to just have so much fun. (laughs) Sherm 19, here we come, Wendy. Most definitely, most definitely. <laughs> Christy, you know, as I mentioned in, you know, a little earlier, it's been just a joy to get to know you a bit over the last year. And again, was so flattered when somebody had been listening and wow, there there you were, like our first listener that we didn't really know very well. And I know we've had a chance to talk shop a little bit. Don't know a lot of your backstory, though. How exactly did you get your start in human resources? So it's kind of funny. From the time I was about two, I went around and told everybody I was going to be the president of the United States. And um, when I was that age, I was extremely stubborn and that's what was going to happen. So 
you know, a few years later, probably around five or six, decided, you know, I should probably go to law school before becoming the president. Um, you know, because I was thinking that president, I could be the president forever. You know, I didn't really get that it was an eight year, you know, uh, thing. So, um, so I was going to be the president. So I decided, okay, I'm going to be a lawyer and I'm going to go to law school. And then really that kind of stuck with me for a long time until I was at Ohio State. I was a junior and I was uh, majoring in political science, again, intending to go to law school. And I was doing a um, a minor that was business focused because I'd always been business interested. And so I took this intro to HR class. And I remember the day sitting there in this class and it was just kind of like an overall, you know, they talked a little bit about common benefits and talent acquisition and just all the different things about HR. And I remember this feeling just sitting there and going, oh my gosh, this is it. <laughs> this is it. This is the thing. This is what I'm supposed to be doing with myself. Um, so I went ahead and finished my degree because I was so far into my political science major um, that it, it didn't make sense to stop. But then I went to grad school for HR. I just kind of found it in that class. I'll never forget that that moment and um, just pursued it ever since. Wow. That, I, there's not too many that can, we've got a few that are like that, but not a lot that are like, this is, yeah, this is the the exact moment when I knew I'd be in HR. So that's yeah. very cool. Yeah, it was cool. it was pretty surreal. Well, and so now you're working in outsourcing arena. So, do you tend to see clients have um, comparable issues, or is it very company specific? You know, it's funny. It's very, very comparable across small and medium businesses. It doesn't. It's, there's some things obviously that some businesses share because of their industry. So, a lot of the construction or the trades or manufacturing, a lot of those folks have their similar um, challenges, but across the board, honestly, with small and medium business, um, you know, primarily in the Midwest, it, the challenges are the same. Um, these are folks who started businesses, you know, they either came into it through their family or they purchased something, thought it was a good idea. Um, and they just want to run their business and they don't know anything about the business of people and they don't know how to deal with employees and every day. I mean, I'm still back at square one. I'm, I'm kind of awestruck when, you know, we have big conversations on Twitter and whatnot about, you know, to me, what are still big ideas like diversity and inclusion and, and some of these big things. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. And I know that we'll get there someday, but you know, I'm still teaching uh, business owners. What's the difference between exempt and non-exempt? I mean, there's so many who they, they don't know. They don't have a clue about this stuff because this isn't what they, you know, what they want to do with themselves. This isn't their purpose and their passion. So, you know, it's cool because I get to help them. Um, but I'm I'm still very much at, at square one with a lot of people. Uh, I can imagine. I can imagine. We we see that a lot in um, in the town that I'm in where people are, you know, they're asking very basic questions. Just, you know, how do you fill out an I-9 properly? And yeah. The, the exempt versus non-exempt and what does that mean? So I think yeah. uh, kudos to you for taking that on. <laughs> yeah, I did a um, webinar actually last week um, for clients about completing I-9, you know, and then that stemmed because I saw three or four of them in a row that were, you know, horrible and said, yeah. okay, we need something about this. So, so yeah, the, for the most part with business owners and, and I've been doing this for quite some time, I mean, we're still back at square one. I believe it. 
Christy, you're, you're dealing with a lot of comparable issues like you talked about. And I know you're out there and, and reading up on what's going on and kind of what's what do you see you know, coming down the road. What do you think the biggest challenge your clients is going to see as we continue through 2019? And how are you preparing for that? You know, a lot of it, John, is is just they, they don't know what they don't know. You know, I have a lot of business owners who are in their 50s and 60s and approaching 70s. Um, some who are starting to think about the future, some who do not want to have that conversation and are going to pretend like it's not it's not happening. But definitely a lot of succession planning and, and what's next. And, you know, am I going to sell? Am I going to go ESOP? And, you know, is there anybody in my family who wants to take on this business? Um, so that's a lot of conversation that I'm having with with business owners. And honestly, I'm kind of forcing some of them to have it because they pretend like the the end is just never going to come. So it's it's kind of a kind of a push a little bit to say, hey, you know, we really need to plan for the future. You know, recruiting is still a big issue, you know, across the board. Um, and it's funny too, because with a lot of these business owners who are of, of a little older generation, you know, they, they're the ones that talk a lot about, you know, the issues with millennials and, you know, everyone's lazy and no one wants to work and, you know, just kind of all these things. And I'm kind of challenging them a little bit to say, Hey, while I understand all of that, let's also look at the business though. Why would someone want to come work here? And a lot of them just think that, oh, well, I have a business and my doors are open, so people should want to work here. You know, they're not really taking into consideration the market, the competitors, you know, the comp and benefits, um, you know, and, and some of those things. And so trying to get them to look in the mirror, you know, when we talk about attracting and, and retaining talent. So those are some some major issues. And then one of the big ones that I deal with all the time is just compliance and just getting everybody on on board. I just, you know, like I said, I have to still explain what exempt and non-exempt, you know, means and just a number of things, you know, so many of the business owners just either they think that things are still the way they were 20 or 30 years ago and they, you know, they, they don't know. Um, a lot of the changes with ADA have really thrown a lot of people for a loop. So that's always fun to uh, try to explain that. So just trying to get everybody ready. So some of the things I'm doing are monthly webinars for my clients, monthly newsletters, just trying to be a resource for them, really, because we're in an outsourced relationship. So, you know, I can't always be there with them 24-7. So I try to give them resources so they can be somewhat self-sufficient. It's interesting, Christy, the comment about or the conversation about some of the owners and, and what are you doing with ownership? I have to be honest, I hadn't really thought about that working for, you know, a, a larger employer that has some of those succession plans in place. It's It's really interesting to see how that would play out in, in a smaller company where especially if someone is getting ready to, even if they don't want to admit it, you know, <laughs> knowing yeah. the, knowing it may be coming to uh, coming to the end of that time, that's gotta, that's gotta present some unique challenges. Yeah. I have a, a client right now that the great grandmother is still involved and she's 91 years old. Um, wow. Still signing some paychecks. <laughs> wow. Good for her. And, oh. um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, while it's fantastic, <laughs> we all know what's coming, you know? Right. Um, and, you know, and so now it's the grandsons who are, you know, trying to run this company and, you know, okay, what, well, you know, we can't do that because grandma said we can't do that yet. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting. It's challenging. I'm like, okay, well then we'll have this conversation in a couple of years or, you know, whenever, um, you know, so it's, oh it's gosh. challenging when, you know, especially in, in a family business like that. 
Yeah, because you're if it's a family business, and Grandma's ninety two and she's still signing checks, she's not giving yep. it up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, well, Christy, you launched your blog, um, Living in the Gray, earlier this year, which is great. Um, and if you're, I mean, if you're doing webinars and all that stuff for your clients, you've got to have a lot of uh, a great, great content for that. Um, but how did you land on the title, Living in the Gray, and what's been the response so far? It's so funny because one of my first um, jobs in HR, um, and I'm, I'm still good friends with a lot of the people that I worked with there, and it was really a launching pad for for me in my career. And we always talked about how, you know, working with people and working in HR was like living in the gray. There was never anything black and white. And honestly, we could tell who would make it in our company, um, you know, who would be able to to work there and stand the test of time and be successful if they were able to kind of play in the gray and not need everything to line up neatly into boxes and for everything to be black and white because people just aren't you know there's there's nothing about people that, that's exactly black and white so so I've always kind of thought of HR in that way I, I told people for a long time I said if I ever get a blog off the ground or if I ever write a book it's going to be called living in the gray um, and I purposefully did the G-R-A-Y because I did not want to be associated with 50 shades um, so that's why I did not go with the G-R-E-Y. Nice. Um, nice. You know, just wanted to put it out there that it was not that kind of blog, you know. So, but, you know, life is, is not black and white either. Life, you know, life is in the gray. And, you know, I have a child who's eight years old who is on the autism spectrum and talk about something that I never would have prepared for, you know, had no idea what was coming with that. Um, and, you know, that's been a real challenge. And that's definitely been a gray you know, in my life um, that we've just kind of had to had to wade through and figure out. So. So, yeah, so I like I like living in the gray. I like it. I think it really depicts everybody's life and, and definitely those of us practicing HR. And how's the response been to the blog? You know, pretty good. I had um, some old friends and, and colleagues and whatnot who had said for years, you know, you should do this. And, you know, we've heard you speak before we've heard you you know we've seen just little things that you've written and, and you know trainings and whatnot and um so pretty good i would like it to get to a nice you know bigger stage um which would be great it's just and i'm trying really hard at you know one of the things that i picked up through you know through this podcast and just others that i've been connected with is you know i, I keep hearing people talk about you know getting on that schedule to make sure that you're you're putting enough content you know out there and um, so that's something that I'm trying to, you know, very be, be purposeful about and make sure that, you know, you stay with it. So, so it's, you know, it's not boring. And if there's nothing there, nobody's reading you. So we are going to take a real quick break and we will be right back. 2019 is starting off much like 2018 ended, with the number of open jobs still outnumbering the number of people available to fill them. So the big question this year remains, where are all the passive candidates? We know they're on social media and on review sites researching and commenting about your employer brand, which is why we wanted to tell you about CareerArc. They're an employer branding software solution that powers social recruiting and outplacement used by many leading brands that want a competitive advantage where it matters most. When they want to reach talent faster, attract passive and active job seekers better, boost and protect their employer brand, and enhance the candidate experience for all. I can tell you as a CareerArc customer, 
They've been nothing but tremendous to deal with. They know their work. They do an awesome job. And I'm really excited to be continuing to work with them. So make sure you go to CareerArc.com to check out all their resources, including many free webinars. And just a reminder, I'm going to be hosting one of those webinars on March 20th, where I'll be giving a Social Recruiting 101 course on how to establish and grow your social media presence. Be sure to check out CareerArc.com. And now, back to the show. Christy, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. And it is brand spanking new for 2019. Christy, who was your first professional mentor and what was the most important thing you learned from them? So my first boss in my first HR job, his name was John Baker. He is more of an organizational development and uh, executive coach individual. Um, He has his own consultancy business now, but he was just a wonderful mentor and just also a very caring and patient person. Something that he taught me early on that I have never forgotten is, you know, when he's working with executives and business owners is watch the results, not the clock. And that has always stuck with me. And, you know, I think that people are way too focused on making sure that they hit their eight to five, you know, hitting the clock, you know, kind of that, that hourly mentality. And it honestly, it drives me insane. Um, because I just want to focus on the results. And, it, you know, there are some people who can not work exactly 40 hours and be absolute rock stars and accomplish a lot of things. And especially, you know, those of us who are working parents and, and trying to balance everything, um, you know, it, it just doesn't all need to be clocked, you know, at eight to five. So, so that was one of the things that he, he taught me and I have used it ever since. And I, I continue to use it, you know, as I've come into leadership roles as well. Christy, who's one person that you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know? Doesn't have to be an HR person, but somebody that you've met either via social or in person that like, wow, I think everybody ought to know who this person is and what they're all about. So I thought I was going to struggle with this question. And then I went back through my Twitter and I was like, ooh, I actually have two. <laughs> so there's, uh, yeah, I was actually really excited about that. Um, so there's a gentleman named Tim Kite, K-I-G-H-T. His company is called Focus Three. Um, he is an executive coach and motivator, and he works with leaders and transforming cultures and behaviors. He worked with Urban Meyer and the Ohio State Buckeyes. That is not the number one reason why I was interested in him, but it helped. So it definitely helped to pique my interest. But he spoke at one of our local HR uh, monthly meetings, and he's really, really interesting. And every day he sends out these really just cool motivational tweets. Um, and it's just been really cool to, to follow him. So he's somebody that I think everybody should connect with. And then the other one is Kathy Perry. And I actually had the pleasure of introducing her at the Ohio Sherm Conference this last fall. She talks a lot about energy and resiliency, um, even when you're going through hard times or disruptive times or, you know, chaotic. And she does that coaching with a lot of organizations. So I think she's really interesting and that they're both just good resources and they have great tweets. Well, I like anyone I can follow on Twitter. That makes things so much easier. Um, So, Christy, if you could go back to the start of your career, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself based on what you know now? Breathe. That's probably the biggest thing. And I I was thinking about this, and, and really, I think the message to myself back then would be, know that you're going to get there. And it's everything's going to be okay. 
and you don't have to jam it all down everybody's throats. You know, I was just, I was high energy for a long time about everything, which is great, but it also could come across as, you know, being a know-it-all or, you know, trying to win at all costs and, and some of those things that, you know, happen when you're in your more early 20s and getting your, your career off the ground. And so just, just to breathe and know that, you know, with the gifts that I've been given and, and the hard work that, that I'll get there. Christy, how do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? Um, I've been doing a lot of mentoring, actually. Our local chapter has a mentorship program, and I've done that um, now in the last couple of years and met some really, you know, some really neat kids, um, you know, local students in HR. And um, that's been really fun, you know, just to kind of get to know them and, and see, you know, where they kind of start and then where they where they end up. So I've been doing that for a couple of years. And then, you know, really, I just kind of like to be a leader for the HR industry, you know, if anybody wants to talk to me about the career, um, you know, any interest, I recently did a career presentation at my daughter's middle school. Um, you know, I'm always telling people, Hey, you know, do you have your certifications? Go check it out. You know, here's the benefit. So I feel like I'm kind of a little ad for HR everywhere I go. So that's something that, that I like to do to try to give back. So what's your favorite movie? So this is a very seasonal question for me, because if you asked me, in the fall, it would probably be different. If you asked me around the holidays, obviously it's different. In a couple months when it's almost Easter, I'll tell you that Ten Commandments is going to be the best thing ever. So I'm very seasonally driven by movies, but as far as day-to-day, anything with Melissa McCarthy in it, I think she's absolutely amazing. Anything with Will Ferrell, we will sit there and, and just absolutely crack up. So she's, she's our favorite, he's our favorite, and pretty much just a good comedy. How about your favorite musician or band? So I'm a uh, rock child of the 80s, um, late 70s and 80s. So 70s and 80s hair bands are big for me. Ario Speedwagon is definitely one of my top picks. Um, Sticks, Journey, Queen, you name it. So I'm, I'm a big rocker. How about a favorite TV show? Well, my husband and I were obsessed with Friends when it was on. And then, you know, it kind of went into the whole reality TV Time, which was just horrible and you know so then thank goodness for friends dvds because we wore those out because there was nothing good on tv to watch but we were really glad when the big bang theory came around again love to laugh so big bang's one of our very favorite um and then just for no thinking relief uh, from the world i love everything on the bravo network i know it's it's just a total guilty pleasure for me because it's such trash and just for the most part, just absolutely ridiculous, but it's just such a, just kind of a no thinking relief for me. So I really enjoy the Bravo Network. Sticks. Yeah, she had me there. I don't think we talked about that. Uh, they're actually coming to Richmond in, I think, June. So we're going to go Ooh, see them again. I haven't seen them in a few years. Oh. The last time I saw them, they opened with Renegade and it was really rough. And I'm like, oh no, this is not going to be good. But yeah. my favorite Sticks tune is Grand Illusion. They hit yeah. Grand Illusion's second tune out, and just it, after that, it was all just nailed the rest of it the whole night. I was so happy. So, yeah, I, I'm That's with awesome. you. My wife and I are really yeah. excited. They announced it last week, and I texted her, like, Sticks is coming. So nice. we know what we're doing at some point. Well, if you're not watching those movies with Melissa McCarthy and Will Ferrell, if you're not listening to that 80s rock or watching Friends, what else do you like to do outside of work? Um, so I'm really big into Orange Theory Fitness. I've been doing it almost two years. Just 
really going crazy, increasing my, my fitness and we're, you know, focusing on my wellness and my health. And so it's, um, it's super fun. So I, I try to go like three, four times a week, just do different challenges and it's just a whole little community. So, you know, so if you're seeing the commercials or anything, you know, think of me, um, I, you know, do not look like the chicks on the commercial, but, um, you know, hopefully someday we get there. Nice. And I think you've been keeping HR Fit Club alive too, if I remember correctly. So you're using that a lot. Yeah, you've been you've brought some new life into that. So <laughs> Yeah, I really like it. I like connect you know, and that was one of the things that um Kathy and I talked about. Kathy Perry and I talked about a little bit in the fall too, because she's into fitness and, and all that. And so but I was really excited to find that hashtag because I was like, ooh, something else to connect with everybody about, you know. So it was it was super cool. There's quite a few of us, so it's kinda nice. It, it is nice. It's accountability. Um, that's the big thing for me. If I don't have someone keeping me accountable, I'm just going to sleep in and, uh, I'll work out tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Well, Christy, if you weren't in the HR profession, what do you think you'd be doing professionally? You know, I might've actually taken that leap and and went to law school because I still really do have a passion, especially now it's turned into employment law. Um, and I feel like I do get to play a lawyer on TV a lot of days as I'm explaining different things to, to people. Or I think I might have gone a, a completely different direction and been like a personal trainer and a dance teacher. Christy, if you had done either of those, we more than likely wouldn't be talking to you tonight. So I'm, I'm glad for the sake of argument that you didn't become a dance instructor or, or the, an attorney that become the president. I think it's amazing that anybody at the ripe old age of five would decide to become president. Wow. You, you got a lot more goals than I, man, when I was five, I lucky if I knew how to put on my pants, I think, but I, I cannot thank you enough for taking part tonight. You know, again, it's just, it's been such a, a joy to get to know you over the last year. And I know a lot of the listeners that haven't met you or had a chance to really see your stuff yet. Now that they've heard you here are going to want to connect. What's the best way for them to reach you out there? I'd love for everybody to check out my blog. It's Living in the Gray on WordPress. Um, and you can always get me on Twitter. Um, it's Christy underscore Angler. We will put that in the show notes. Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for the listeners to find you? Best way to find me is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And always, the fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time as part of the HR Social Hour Twitter chat. How about you, John? Easiest way to find me, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Go to the left-hand side of the screen at the top. You'll see three little lines. If you click on that, it'll open up all my social accounts. And while you're there, download this episode or any other episodes maybe you haven't heard yet. Listen, rate, review, and share. Anything you can do to help us boost the signal, you know we appreciate. We can never say thank you enough for it. And again, just continue to help us build, uh, build our community. So again, Christy, appreciate you being with us. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. 